everyone. Welcome to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with your host Chanel Patrice Hancock on Anchor.fm. I would like to start off by thanking the sponsors of the show, Flipboard.com, where you can go for your non-stop information for the latest expert advice on just about any topic ranging from politics to sports to fashion to food to do it yourself. You can go to Flipboard.com and create your own magazine list of your favorite magazines from Sports Illustrated, People Magazine, Rolling Stone Magazine, Martha Stewart, you name it, it's there. And what's so really amazing about it is that it's free, completely 100% free. And you can get it on the Google Play Store. You can get it on Apple iTunes, App Store, all for free. So I have been using this for a while. I tell you, I enjoy it. You even can get notifications sent to your iOS device, your Android device, your Apple Watch, your tablets, your computer, To let you know when you get the latest article from your favorite newspaper, the New York Times, the Guardian, the Washington Publications, USA Today. So please check out Flipboard.com and thank you for sponsoring Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast on Anchor.fm, episode 57. Today's episode is going to be Are Polyglots the Real Deal or Not? Well, I can tell you from my experience of being in the language learning community, they are the real deal. Some of these people have taken years to learn languages that they loved. You know, they were introduced to languages at a young age if they lived in Europe or they lived in monolingual countries like the UK, Canada, the US, Australia, Nigeria, um, New Zealand, for instance. And they weren't exposed to other cultures and other languages like in France or Germany or Luxembourg, for instance. There are just so many places where you can learn a language and be exposed to other cultures. But if you live in a family where no one speaks anything but English, you know, it can sometimes be a little bit off-putting when you meet someone for the first time that doesn't speak the same language as you And you kind of become a little disconnected because you want to know these people, yet you don't know how to go about it. So you start asking questions. You know, how do I say what's my name in Spanish? Me llamo Chanel. How do I say how are you in French? Como talivous? You know, how do I say... Thank you in Cantonese. Toge sai. Pomai. 
You know, how do I say bye in Russian? Paka Paka. E dosvidanya. Well, I learned that because I wanted to be a polyglot. And four years ago, I didn't even know what a polyglot was. All I wanted to do was learn how to speak Russian and French. And I did. And it's an amazing, amazing experience. You know, you have the Stooge Raj and you have the Richard Simcots and the Luca Lampriellos and the Vladimir Scotetis and all these people. It took them years to learn the languages that they did. They didn't rush it. They learned one language at a time, one course book at a time, whether it was Aussie Mill or Teach Yourself or Colloquial Languages by Rutledge. And some people didn't have the internet at their disposal, so they had to do tapes. They had to do phrase books. Look at Steve Kaufman. He speaks 16 languages. He's from Vancouver, Canada. Originally born in Sweden. Learned Swedish. Moved to Canada at five and learned English and French. And he learned his languages the hard way. With just tapes and whatever he can get his hands on. Because the internet didn't exist, ladies and gentlemen. And... You know, he just had a passion for learning languages and he applied it to his everyday life. And a lot of these people use languages as a tool to advance their careers, to expand their minds, to travel. And it's not some talent that people have, you know. You use the 80-20 method. You study 20% of the time and get 80% of the results. So you can study for a half an hour every day and still be able to retain the information that you learned in that half an hour or that hour as opposed to trying to study for three hours in one week. And, you know, people like Ollie Richards and Lucas Bigetti and Alex Rawlings They all came from monolingual environments. And it was something about wanting to evolve as a person and travel the world and be able to communicate with other people that really influenced their decisions to be able to communicate with people, you know, in other languages. And I mean, that's another reason I learned All the languages that I'm learning. You know, it's a lifelong journey. It's not something that you just do um, because I want to get that job at the UN. Well, some people don't get the job at the UN. You know, they wind up using their languages for non-diplomatic related career paths. 
Some people, you know, want to help people learn the language that they learn. Or languages, for that matter. I mean, I speak English, Spanish, Russian, French to a B1 level. You know, basic Italian, basic Brazilian Portuguese, basic Dutch. Which will be like classified as A1. And, you know, I'm learning Turkish and Cantonese at the moment. Now, am I 100% native in all these languages? No. Do I care? Not really. I like to communicate with people. I like to listen to books in these languages. I like to go shopping and be able to order food in these languages. You know, I believe anyone can become a polyglot. You know, the definition of a polyglot is someone that can speak six languages or more. And speak them to a native-like proficiency level. Um, who can read and write and understand the language when it's spoken, written. And who can summarize text from articles and books. And spit it back out to people. Whether it's verbally or on a computer or longhand. There are people that still write with a pen and pencil. And to be honest. You know they exist. Now. The definition in Wikipedia does vary. Um, you know, if you're a hyperpolyglot, you're someone that speaks eight languages or more. Um, you know, I always say I speak certain languages to certain levels because I do. I don't know every single word in every language. My grammar isn't the greatest in every language. But I'm still able to get my point across to people and that's what matters to me. I'm not trying to be at a C1 or C2 in every language that um, I learn because, you know, I might want to just be able to speak at a B1 in three of my languages and a B2 in the rest of my languages. And if you can speak at a B1, B2 level in most of your languages and still be able to effectively communicate with people and they can understand what you're saying, then you have arrived at a very good place within your language learning. That doesn't mean you have to be the next Richard Simcott or the next Stu J. Ra or the next uh, Luca Labriello or Vladimir Scotetti, for instance, you know. If you just want to know three languages, that's fine. You know, no one's going to judge you. Nobody's going to, you know, verbally beat you down because you're not up to par with these people. You know, a lot of these people have said, I have learned languages. I have forgotten languages. But what really motivates me is that I enjoy the process and the journey and 
I really do like being around people from other countries. I like to travel. I like to help people learn languages. And that's another reason I created this podcast show is because I like talking about languages. I like interviewing people that are language experts in the field of language learning, language acquisition. So they speak more languages to me. So they're a lot better at communicating their viewpoint, you know, than I do at the moment. It's a work in progress. I'm not trying to compare myself with anybody. The only person I have to compete against on a daily basis is myself. And, you know, if you want to become a polyglot, you can do whatever you want. Whatever your mind and your heart directs you to do in regards to language learning. You know, I've met so many friends because I have taken risk to learn other languages. So, toge sai no ge pomyao. Thank you very much, my friends. You know, no ho hoi sama. No go hang king to ne no ge pomyao. Kem yat. You know, I like to speak Cantonese. I um, like to speak Turkish. I like to speak French and Russian and Italian and Dutch. You know, those are the languages I like to speak. Am I 100% proficient in all these languages? No. Am I 100% proficient in English? If I would have known every single word in the English language, I would be one rich person right now, but I don't. And you're never going to know every single word. You know, I just take it one language at a time, or even two languages at a time. Right now, I'm learning Cantonese and Turkish. And I'm brushing up on my French by listening to the news every day on France 24 channel on my Apple TV using voiceover. And it's a great thing. And it's a great experience to be able to do the same activities in my target languages as it is to do them in English, which is my native tongue. And, you know, I have had people tell me they enjoy my podcast. They enjoy the fact that I'm able to communicate with them in English that their English has improved because of my Facebook videos and my podcast. So I know I must be doing something right to help educate the public on being a polyglot. And you don't need to have physical vision to be a polyglot. You need to have the motivation, the time, the energy, the discipline, the determination, the gusto, the passion. The drive to to do it every day, even if it's for half an hour, half an hour, five days a week, that's more than nothing. And yeah, polyglots are real. Now that doesn't mean that you need to. 
compare yourself to an Ollie Richards or a Luca Lampriello, for instance, because they're their own individual self. They have ups and downs, just like everybody else does. You know, they hit plateau walls. You know, they get stuck on things, and, and they've been doing this longer than I have. You know, but they started at the beginning like all of us do. And, you know, Ollie was 19 when he started learning French. Then he liked it, so he went for Italian. Then he went for Spanish. Then he went for Brazilian Portuguese. Then he moved to Japan and learned Japanese, and then he was in Qatar, and he did Cantonese for three years, and then he was in Egypt, and he learned Egyptian Arabic. He studied Thai for two weeks on a mission, which he forgot. But he also admitted on camera that he might have learned it, but it wasn't for him. So he stopped, just like German wasn't for him, and he stopped. After a month. And so he has his eight languages. Even though he studied ten. You know. I mean. He's transformed his hobby. Into a full time. 100% job. Where he creates content for people. So they can learn languages. In a fun and feel free way. And that is totally cool. You know. He has changed his learning styles. I don't know how many times already. And, you know, it works for him. You know, Luca Lampriello studies a language every year, just about. You know, he has his business, he coaches people, he tutors people, you know, to be able to learn a language independently and openly and freely without any stress involved. And it's an amazing thing to watch. You know, take place. You know, you have your Ambi Gonzalez's who can speak five languages. You know, you have your Angela who has the Passion for Dreaming YouTube site. You have your Mary Polyglot girl um, who has her own site on YouTube and teaches in Spain. You know, you have your dabblers. You know, who dabble in certain languages. You know, try them out and see if they like them. And if they don't, they don't. I dabbled in Brazilian Portuguese for six weeks last year. And I came out of it with making some new friends. But I didn't really like the language very much. Because it was interfering with my Italian and Spanish. And so I let it go. And it was okay. You know. You don't need to have a whole bunch of certifications to be a polyglot. You don't need to pay for a lot of resources to become a polyglot. You know, if you speak two languages, three languages, four languages. If you speak four languages, you're considered a polyglot. You know, if you speak six languages, you're a polyglot. If you speak more than six, you're a hyperpolyglot. The sky is the limit, you guys. So, I would take the information that people give you guys. I would utilize it to the best of your ability. But I wouldn't compare yourself to other people. I wouldn't try to stress yourself out to try to be just like them. I love what Ollie has done with his 
you know, company and helping people. However, I'm not Ollie Richards. I'm Chanel Patrice Hancock, a 41-year-old, visually impaired African-American who lives in Akron, Ohio, here in the U.S., that has her own podcast show, and that's learning languages just like everybody else. And I enjoy it. And I enjoy educating people on these types of topics. Because to me, that's important. We're all polyglots in our own way. You know, the sky is the limit, you guys. Yes. You know, I feel that if you want to be a polyglot, all you got to do is put the time in and the effort. And the more time and work you put into each language, the better you're going to get. And understand, there is no time frame. You know, the only time that you need to worry about is the time that you're spending with that language. Whether it's an hour, 90 minutes, 30 minutes, 15, 20. But if you put more than 20 minutes into it, you'll get more results at the end. And that means something. That means that you're improving. Whether you remember five words that day, ten words that day, or by the end of the week you got 50 words memorized. You can say 50 different things and 50 different combinations. That means something. That's an improvement. You're, you're getting one step closer to your dream of knowing seven languages, eight languages, ten languages, twelve languages. But understand, each language is going to have to take some time depending on the level of difficulty. And if you are motivated to want to learn Cantonese or Japanese or Thai or Tibetan or Korean or Hindu or Hindi or Finnish or Hungarian or Arabic or even English, you know, it's going to take time. Don't rush it. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, episode 57. Are polyglots the real deal? They are the real deal. Because they do the same thing that we do. They learn languages because they love it. And I know that you love it too. And I know you love coming back to hear me speak every week, twice a week. So thank you. And thank you to our sponsors of episode 57 of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast on Anchor.fm, Flipboard.com. I really appreciate it. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Play Store, iTunes, and any podcasting site where Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast is being played. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S Language Learning Journey Podcast on Anchor.fm Thank you.